0: Hey everybody, you always got my friend here and always got my back since day one. Welcome to Crazy Pinfall Podcast. This is being released on New Year's Eve. We're going to do a year-end review with your boy, the one and only, I could actually say this now, part of Fightful and also a major contributor to the Wicked Crazy Pinfall show, Rob Wilkins. What's up, Paul?
1: Oh, nothing much, man. How are you?
0: Uh living day to day like everybody else you have a Um, good uh uh, christmas was pretty good i got um two wrestling shirts one of them everybody can see on facebook right now (laughs) and uh i've got a few comments about that shirt (laughs) and uh i got an edge one that says get grit so i mean that and uh I'm pleased to announce that the studio will be finished in 2021. All I have to do is buy the soundproofing and then uh, move everything down. I'm going to get some HDMI cables and hook up a 32-inch TV downstairs and hook it up to the laptop, and there we go. Very cool. Yeah. So what's new with you? I know you've been busy as hell doing dark and other things. So how has 2020 treated you so since you know, we're in, getting towards the bare minimum of it now
1: uh 2020 has been a um like everybody for everybody it's been a uh it's been an interesting year um it's um it's easy for me to, if, to say it there's it's mainly sucked um from different aspects but um there's been some good things you know it's it's I guess it's just like almost uh every year, you know, like some some good, some bad. It just seemed like there was a lot more bad this year and I think obviously with COVID um makes 90% of that even worse. So, um, you know other than that, I I can just say this. Um, I know I would I know I would not want to relive 2020 um to an extent. I, I there are certain things that that Uh, we're great. Like, you know, like, um, even building like our friendship and watching you build, uh, the podcast and, uh, like me building basically myself up, you know, (laughs) I, if you would have told me January 1st, 2020, that I'd be, uh, able to write for Fightful. Um, I'd be contributing to a podcast and I'd be writing for a sports website. I would have told you you're nuts, but, uh, uh, here I am doing my thing, and uh, that's the biggest positive for twenty twenty for me. Other than, uh, other than having a healthy family, you know, like that's really, that's, that's first for me. And um, the past few days have been rough. Um, somebody that I never knew personally, but uh, admired from afar, because I've watched them and I've heard the stories that a lot of people um didn't know about Brody Lee like um and and I say didn't know I mean they're just um I I I've, I've talked to people like in the background who who've known him since um like in the who've known him for over 30 years and uh I've heard nothing but good stories uh and it's um the worst of it is um that he leaves uh two little boys and his wife and that meant more to him than anything um but the one thing that i'll say is uh his legacy will lo- live on and uh um i didn't like that 2020 um is going to end out is going to end on that note um i mean granted there's there's still <laughs> a few hours left you know but com- considering when this is going to air um but i just i just knew when I, when it was 2019 going into 2020, I have the same new year's resolution as I always do is just keep going. So that's what 2021 is going to be about. It's just going to be, keep going. And, um, yeah, you know, so other than that, the 2020 has been crazy, but I think twenty twenty one's going to be crazy. Good.
0: Yeah. It, if you told me, uh, going into the new year that i would end it in the situation i'm in now i would have told you straight out you were fucked up in the head i was extremely happy in a relationship i had everything great and then COVID hit and everything just changed um for me the, the saving grace is the podcast and the wrestling and the, doing the show because without people listening to me, bitch, one, to be honest. And, uh, that 30 minute rant that I did with you on the show, it, it wouldn't have made it a lot more interesting because the, all the stuff that I'm going through now, I would have been probably in a worse shape than I am now. Yeah. Is that if that makes any sense and having Honestly, to end 2020, to end it with the one person who was the first guest on the po- on the YouTube channel and was one of the first guests on the roundtable, the first ever roundtable, I thought it was fitting because last week I had Jill Pearl on the podcast and thinking it was the end. And then I sat back and realized, you know what, it would be better fitting to do a year-end retro respect with the one person who started the show with me. And... Rob was literally the first guest on the YouTube channel, so I mean, it makes more sense to, as I say, go full circle, end with something that's with, that was positive and end the year in a positive light. Mm. You're right. Losing Brody Lee and losing so many great talent this year, it was ridiculous. Between Chad um, Gaspar, you we lost, you know Earl Hemner. Um,
1: I don't think Earl
0: died. Uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Um, the announcer. Sorry, my head's blanking. But uh, Pat Patterson. Oh, gotcha. The, I was like, Earl
1: died? Oh, my God. I didn't know about this.
0: It's like, <laughs> son of a... No, no, but you know who I mean? Uh, you'll have to announce You'll have to end at this w- point. W- <laughs> uh, no, I'll keep it because it'll make a lot of people laugh at me. So, I mean... Hey. Everybody, like, well, he's not prepared, obviously. Well, I mean, I worked my ass off yesterday at work and I'm exhausted from it. So, and plus, there's no YouTube show today when we're recording this. It wasn't. Uh, so, you know, give me a little slack here. Well, um, it's not my job to do that. You know that. I, got,
1: <laughs> I will bust your balls any chance I get. That's the way friends are.
0: Oh, uh, that's always the way it's going to be. I mean, the. It's just there's so many great talent. We lost to Animal. We lost, you know, it. it's really sad. But the one that, like you said, is unexpected is Brody Lee. And last night, because this will be aired on New Year's Eve, they did on AEW the retrospect of an entire card based, uh, basically for him, which is never unheard of. But, I mean, in – but the main thing for me as a person is having friends like you and everybody in the community made a lot of things a lot easier. The one-year anniversary of my mom passing, that was huge. Dad made it easier. Her birthday made it a little bit easier. Even though I went through the first one already last year, the second one was a lot more impactful because obviously with everything that I, I started happening with me from October on, but I'm hoping 2021 goes right. I mean, you and me have a huge project with Wild Boy coming down the pike, and that's exciting for both, all three of us. You have your own show coming out in 2021, hopefully, and that you've been working on for a long time, and all the stuff you've been doing for Fightful and everything. And, you know, for this podcast, the hope is to have people – that come on here and enjoy what they do like we always do, shoot the shit, and just have fun. Same with the YouTube channel. The There's only really, the YouTube channel only has two main goals, maybe three. One is, I've already stated, this is an w- all-women's roundtable. That would be awesome to do, just to give women's perspective on wrestling instead of having, you know, as Joe Schmo's walking around saying, hey, it's funny, they did this, this, and this but their perspective is more impactful because, you know, they see a lot more in depth. Um, good example is go to Josie church on Twitch with uh, Queen of the ring and the Sheen on, they do amazing stuff over there. And then, you know, Fightful gaming is, is a huge thing. And it'd be great for it to be on there at least once in a while, you know, but that, those are great goals to have, but for the show itself, the one and all of the, all, well, I thought of another one, another podcast for the YouTube channel to have a round table, which it'll be difficult to do, would be you, me, Sean, and Warren, because we used to have private conversations all the time. But it deteriorated because schedules happen, life happens. And uh, it'd be great just to sit around and shoot the shit like we you did for a while. And, you know, it's hard with schedules because, you know, and stuff like that which is understandable because you know everybody has to make a living and keep their jobs and stuff like that and it's very very hard working people that have to maintain a certain step and i understand all that and i'm grateful for it and if it doesn't happen you never know right anything can happen down the road yeah
1: for sure um yeah it's we, we don't know what's going to happen in 2020 or 2021, but we just got to, we'll be, we'll be ready for it.
0: It, it. The only sad thing that's coming down in 2021 that everybody can understand, um, it'll be, and I'll point this out now because historically this is sad, but it is going to be a huge thing in that part of time is will be the 20th anniversary of the twin towers ha- uh, happening. Um, so all those babies that were born that are going to be 20 and then one year olds are going to be 21, which is kind of weird. Me personally, Lordy, Lordy, look, who's going to be 40 <laughs> is a huge thing. Um, but I'm hoping with the, this vaccine happening and stuff that it'll give me the flexibility to actually go see, go, so, go to Ohio and check out stuff I want to check out, you know, go to, you know, Atlanta, down to Georgia to visit some family, you know, just not sit back and be feeling like I'm caged in for the most part. Yeah. Um, what are you, have any travel plans in 2021 or just staying local for a most
1: um, You know, it really just depends on, um, to be honest with the uh, COVID. Um, and um, if I, If I, uh, if once I can take the, uh, the vaccine, if I can take the vaccine, um, or when it's available for me, um, I would love to go down to, uh, uh, Georgia and see, uh, my grandparents. Um, and then other than that, um, (laughs) uh, when I'm down there, um, uh, it'll give me an excuse to drive the. Hour and a half down to Jacksonville and hopefully see an a e w show um uh that's not the reason why I want to go down there, but it's it'll it'll help you know like it, it, I don't know if that's the right word, but you know what I'm trying to say while while I'm down there it, I'll like i might as well-
0: it gives you a legitimate, yeah it gives you a legitimate excuse to go do something you've wanted yeah. to do just, just circumstances if, that you're they, be in that they
1: could be on the road by then my goal's uh my goal is to, to when I can go down there um i I will go down there um i'm not a big i i don't have a problem flying uh but it's no secret i'm a pretty big guy, so i don't really get too comfortable in those airplane seats and uh unless i'm riding first class but i ain't made of money um but so I usually like to drive anyway so um from where I live in Minnesota to savannah where my grandparents live. So about a 24 hour drive. Um, and usually I try to, I I, usually, when I go down there, I usually make it a little over a day and a half. I usually stop at a rest area and sleep in the car and then go on. And, but I'm one of those guys that likes to, I love, I, I love traveling. Like, you know, I, I do, I, I know I couldn't do it like how WWE guys used to, you know, like dig in, go in, get slammed on a mat and hurt my back and stuff like that, and then <laughs> go in, then travel four hours or three hours to another city and go work out and do it over and then be on the road five days a week and sometimes six, depending on, and it's I, I couldn't imagine doing that. But, um, yeah, you know, I'm just going to. I'm just going to play things by 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 year and just see how it goes and uh I'm hoping, you know, uh, to be able to see my grandparents more than anything. That's the, that's the goal for 2021 like um and anything after hopefully is a bonus. You know, I'm I I try to live on the positive side all the time, so it's uh I don't <laughs> if something negative happens, I just got to roll with the punches. Um just you know, like I, like everybody, you know, like 2020 when it came, I thought 2020 was gonna be my year. Um, 2020, for the most part, wasn't anybody's year. From on paper, it doesn't look like that anyway. So just gotta keep going, and uh, that's my biggest goal, really. 20, other than uh, build myself like for writing and stuff. I just wanna, I just want, I just want to have a good year, you know, just like anybody else.
0: I think the positives of it is outside of the doing the podcast and stuff is building the relationships I've had. Um, you and me are close. There's not a day, like if any one of us don't hear from each other, we'll message or be like, Hey, what's going on? What's up? And, you know, stuff like I try hitting DK up here and there, you know, try to hit up everybody, you know, pick Sean's brain, whatever is available, you know, it, it, it it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And
1: if, um, and if something like, if we miss like each other, like a day or two, we just know that it's like that person's busy, you know, and it's not something they, it's not like more, it's more like with me when I forget to text people and stuff, it's more mind over matter. It's, It's not that I, I wouldn't do it. I just don't think about it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I, I check in and see how things are going and, other than that, you know, just keep on rolling with the punches.
0: Now, with a lot of people don't know this project you've been working on for a while, and you and me joked around being competitive and see who could pull their show out of their ass. Well, you know, I kind of did, but not to a good degree at first. Let's be honest, that first show with you and me on together was really rough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it made it a lot more fun. Um, and then now we use StreamYards, which you know, if the stimulus package is true, it'll eventually be helping running two sh- two channels. So that'll be great. And then you know, I'm gonna buy a server for video gaming, so that way we can get you on when we have, we're all together and stuff, and you know, do something different. But it. It, the one thing I'm absolutely looking forward to because I'm ecstatic with you doing stuff and writing for Feifel and stuff is your own show because you've worked hard on us. And a lot of people don't know that he's been working on a, his own stuff for a YouTube show. And, you know, I think 2021 is the perfect time for you to dust off and take the reins. I mean, you did an amazing job with, you know, hosting – The match memories live, and I think you've gotten a little comfortable with that. You never know; one of these days, you'll pop in and on the show and run the show while I'm not around, and I won't know it. So, but I appreciate that. I think I am literally excited for it, and you know, especially with the new channel launch, the prop, the idea now of it is we want. I want to give people a voice to get that stuff going, create, have them already create their own YouTube channel, but having people who are already following a channel that they're doing their own stuff on and then have them get off that channel and have people transplant over to the other channel while this channel that we're building will promote their stuff. So it'll be like, you decide, Hey, I want to branch off on my own thing. I want to run my own show in my own channel. You're getting used to using stuff and having somebody behind the scenes doing certain things to produce it, but then when you're ready and you want to shoot off and do it, there you go. You, it's all on your own. You have a built-in audience. Well, the numbers for that for the channel that we're building we'll drop? Yeah, sure. Then that's great. That that would be the ideal situation. And everybody's like, "Well, that doesn't make any sense." I want to give people the idea where they can build something up take it over bring it to wherever they want to go and keep doing what they're doing you know give it like a little bit more control and I'm hoping that eventually when that gets launched and me Rob and DK help run it that eventually DK will decide you know I still want to help running this but I also want to do my own thing and take my show somewhere else and that's the whole you know, premise of it the whole hope of it
1: yeah yeah it's going to be good
0: so, uh what is one person in the community you're excited to see if they do decide to do their own thing? Like if you had to pick one person.
1: Oh uh man, that's tough. I uh you know, for the most part everybody that I know um that I'm close to you has has their own is doing their own thing, you know. Like I'm I think uh I think like Jeremy uh, Lambert and joe uh holbert holbert um are doing an outstanding job, and I think they're just gonna get bigger um I know, and I don't know if Lambert's gonna listen to this, but we already know his ego's huge um <laughs> I'm kidding but uh you know i i'm I'm anxious to see what those guys do i mean for the most part um i I would love to see people that I interact with like do more um I really like seeing what Joe, Joe Pearl's doing. Joe, um, Joe Pearl, <laughs> Joe, Joe. I get all my Joe's mixed up, you know? Um, I, 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 I'm anxious to see what he does. I know he's getting into the gaming side with Fightful, um, helping out Jeremy. Uh, and then like, a, like other people, like, um, it, it'll be interesting to see what people do. And, um, if they want to continue to build on, I think, uh, I, I think, 2021 is going to be a good year for anybody like who wants to go out and get it. Um, and that's something I've learned over time that if it's not just going to happen, you got to go do it. Um, and that goes, that's that's a thing in life that took me way too long to realize. Um, but, um, there's a lot of people out there I think could have a great year. And, Doing this, like whether it's wrestling media or sports media or, um, like it, it just really depends, you know. I think the biggest thing is if you want to be able to do something, you have to go out and do it yourself, um, because it just won't happen. Now, granted, there's always people that'll give you the opportunity, but you have to take that opportunity and run with it and go. and And that's one thing that I really appreciate with you is you're giving me that opportunity to to put my face out there. And I honestly think that if I wouldn't have been able to do these shows with you, I wouldn't have been able to do the, uh, fightful watch along with Sean and Jeremy when they did, um, the, uh, talking shop of mania too. Um, you know, I, I don't think I would have been able to do that. Uh, so being able to get that experience helped land me to that. And, um, yeah, and I, I just basically I I think anybody out there, whether it's um, somebody I don't even know yet, you know, that's the one thing that is good about Twitter is, um, you you do meet some good people and you do get to see what they do, um, and and that's really all we can ask is like, if you want to go out and do something, you gotta you gotta do it, and I wish I would have learned that, um, at a younger age for sure.
0: I'm excited for your show. Even in even if for uh, just to be on it, it'd just be an honor just because of the fact that you and me talked about how we did it. and we did a, just to talk about the YouTube channel for a second, we did a draft. You know how hard it is to do a WWE well, draft. Yeah, we were
1: thinking we were thinking <laughs> what sucked about that is we were thinking that uh NXT was gonna be part of it somewhat. They weren't part of it at all. You know, I think the only person that we got maybe was was uh with Bianca Belair, you know, like that was the only like, I mean, we got some of the wrestlers right, but we added NXT people in there and that went that went to hell.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that got blown yeah. out real quick, but 2021 they'll, when they do the NFL draft, we're going to do an NFL draft of a mock draft of our own. Um, WWE will be doing drafts here and there just for the fun of it. Why not, you know? And possibly might be doing a live fantasy draft now that we stream yard. It gives us the ability to do so, um, just to mix it up a little bit. It's something I'll be on the channel. Um, but the one person I'm very hyped to see on there, and I'm hoping this works out as a duo show, would be transplanting the food and wrestling on the other channel and having it. DK and Anakin do it. Oh my God. And you and you popping in and out. You know how awesome that would be you guys talking about food? I'm salivating it out about thinking about him cooking. <laughs> talking mm-hmm. about cooking. But I'm excited for DK to have his own show. I'm excited for you know John from Wrestling Plug Inc. wanting to do something. I mean, the sky's the limit and The only hope for the YouTube channel is to, you know, go to the next step and hit 300 subs, which, you know, we were at 209, which is great. And if you told me the beginning of this about eight months ago that I would have had 200 subscribers, I told you, you were fucking nuts. (laughs) Like you and me were joking about a thousand by November and that was unrealistic. But 200, you know, I would still be content with like 40 but it, mm. Tim and Joel doing what they're doing. You have a 2021 coming up that I think will be monsters. Fightful doing phenomenal. Kyler said 35 K on Fightful. That is awesome. Um, I literally want just everybody succeed because, you know, it's competition. And like I said, it'd be fun to, You know play like counter-strike and have you yell at me or through the whole thing in a text saying i owned you like just like a sniper rifle shot or something you know just just enjoy life and have fun and i mean being 40 next year it's got me seeing a lot more things different um just because you know 40 some people like well you're gonna be 40. i mean it, for me it's the next step in my life and i want to take another 10 years of my life to do something i, I stopped things i've never done I've never been to iceland well i want to go to iceland i thought i wouldn't i wouldn't never do a podcast going in in my 40s guess what <laughs> look at this so but why don't instead of talking about our expectations for 2021 let's just get into it so the question is is that because usually we do a match memory at this point but With the year in review, we're going to just do something different. Um, So, Rob, what are your top five matches of 2020?
1: Ooh. um, Wow. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, How about you go first? Do me a favor and you go first.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For me, the, the, the top match, the one that just gripped me completely with a very short story was the fight pit was the very first fight bit just with angle in the match as a ref and the visual aspect of Thatcher bleeding out of his mouth with teeth missing and then riddle losing and how physical that match was and stuff. That's to me, the best match I've seen um, Cole and Lee for the that great American bash was phenomenal. Um, Oh, the Boneyard match is the third one. Obviously, everybody's going to say it's the best match of the year. But I think just for a physicality standpoint, I think Riddle and Thatcher should do it. Um, you know, just Cole and Lee are were on another worldly page that night, you know, ending with the Big Bang Catastrophe. Cole with the last ride a couple of times. The Panama uh, Sunset Flip. Uh, that they did i never thought cole could get lee over and then all of a sudden he nails that move um the fourth one is gonna be roman and jay at the hell in the cell just the story at towards the end you know the physicality of it and everything having you know jay having to reach out for jimmy and jimmy almost being choked out by Roman for the guillotine just to win for him to say i quit was insane um i th- i didn't get to watch much AEW, but i think the one match that stands out above is the walter match in nxt uk that match interested? was insane yeah
1: yeah that was a good one so um, yeah, for for mine, um uh first match is pretty much gonna be the same as a lot of people's is uh AEW Revolution with Adam Page and Omega versus uh the Young Bucks. It was one of the that might be one of the best that is the best tag team match I've ever seen. Um I yeah, I can't say uh much else about it. It was fantastic. Um if that was worth the paper paying the fifty bucks. Um, I think it was fifty, but whatever it was, it was worth paying that. Um, and I, I remember almost not getting the pay-per-view, but um I was like, you know, the wrestling um, is worth it <laughs> for me. So I, I went ahead and got it and I don't have any regrets ordering that pay per view. That was uh easily that was my favorite match of the year and that easily is my favorite AEW pay-per-view of the year. Um, Followed by that, um, I don't remember if it was day one or day two, but um, Okada vs. Ibushi at uh, Wrestle Kingdom uh, was fantastic. Um, That's probably my number two. Uh, Number three, I know some people didn't care for it as much, but I I thought it was outstanding, um, was TakeOver Games uh Roderick's or Undisputed Era versus uh, McAfee, Lorkin, Birch, and uh P. Dunn. Um, that's definitely number three. Uh number four Um Man. Uh number four you know I really liked Adam Culver's or Adam Chiapa, but um and maybe it's just still coming back to me because I liked it so much. But I'm gonna go with Reigns versus Owens at this last TLC. You know, I love the hell out of that match. It was, it was such a good show. Um, and and that match was just amazing. Um, so I'm gonna put that at four for me. And then uh, rounding out number five, I honestly think might be a tie. Um, it's really hard because I don't know if I want it to be. I don't know. Um but i would put um if it came down to it i would put um walter versus uh uh draganov um from uh in a NXT UK that's that would be number 5 and it would be tied with um uh adam cole versus uh Tommaso at NXT portland um and that was earlier in the year i think that was two like a week before or maybe two weeks before revolution um and so there was, that was two matches in a month that were, I I knew were going to be in my top favorites for the year. But there's been so many good shows so like this year. Um, even with no like no fans, which made it even like hard like harder. I mean, it's there's been some fantastic ma- matches. I mean, there's New Japan's put on great shows and um um I you know, I could keep going back and forth. You know, Finn Balor versus Gargano was fantastic. Uh Tyler Bate versus Jordan Devlin. Um uh Takagi versus uh Show was good. You know, there's so many great matches. Um and I know a lot of people don't uh um don't care for him but I, I've never had a problem with them. But um I would recommend going to like uh like a, a website and just, if you don't subscribe to Meltzer, just type in like, uh, like his, be- his favorite matches for 2020. And cause I just, I, I did this about a week ago and, um, every single one of those matches are ones that I pretty much agree with. I might not do the numbers for the way he does. Um, uh, but, and I might not have them in the order, but we definitely agreed on number one and number two, like Adam page and, Kenny Omega versus Young Bucks, that was easily my favorite match of the year, and then followed by, I'm just pulled it up right now, and day one, that Okada and Ibushi match was day one last year, Um and I, I couldn't really remember, but um there, there's so many great matches out there, and I'm looking at a list right now that just came up, and there's some matches that I could kind of remove, but they don't come to mind as quickly, so um so those are my top five. I guess top six, because I had a tie at number five.
0: But... I'll throw a six one in. And it's just based off of the story. And you brought Owens up. But I think just from the storyline, and especially with no fans, the WrestleMania match with Owens and Rollins, just from the story standpoint about Rollins stating that he was the one who made NXT and all that stuff. But... In that match was really brutal. And then having Owens jump off the top of the sign, which was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Which was the six. And I think for just looking outside of the bubble, cause even though it's not a 2020 match, I watched it in 2020 and it's a match of her that's earlier. That was an indie match was, um, Mercedes versus Allie, which is Mercedes is Sasha Banks, and Allie is, I remember her name, um, professional out there in the mainstream. That I quit match that they did at the whole Polish club, I saw that just looking through Chaotic Wrestling. That's just one of my favorites. If anybody wants to check out, check out Mercedes KV, Sasha Banks and stuff, you should um, from the independent stuff. But Main to focus on it. Uh, yeah. The other thing also is, in a lot of people, I don't know, I'll be surprised it's not up there. Is O'Reilly versus Balor?
1: Oh yeah, that was that. Um, that would be my top ten for sure. Um, the um, I think what did it for me, like in that match where it didn't, it, it could have been up there, you know. Um, I just, um, I just didn't see. O'Reilly winning um now I could actually see him winning um after watching that match that's what made that match so great is he you kept you kept wondering and and I'm a Balor guy you know so it was one of those things that um it was still fantastic I just I just had a it was just one of those things where I just had to it just wasn't my absolute favorite but it's it's definitely top ten. So I'm not saying anything negative about it at all. I mean,
0: so a, a, no matter what, we're gonna always try to figure ways to get you know our opinions of matches and stuff and why and stories and stuff. But the next question I have for you is: Who is your breakout star twenty twenty?
1: My breakout star twenty twenty. Well, you know, I'm gonna have to do. Um, I'm gonna have to do it in. In two different organizations, um, in WWE, um, I got to say, hm, I was going to damn, um, twenty twenty, let's see. You know, in WWE I have it as I have it as two people. Um and and it's because of two it's be one is because it was just totally unexpected. Um is I did not see Pat McAfee being <laughs> as good as he was. Like for a guy that's never wrestled and never being on like he's on the mic because of his podcast obviously, but going into a wrestling ring and be able to cut promos. Um that was amazing. Um you know, I, it just shows like it, that tells me that if WWE would let their guys just do some stuff on their own, I think they'd be fine. I really do. Um, I think if like a guy like Ricochet, um, didn't have to go by a script and just was given bullet points, I think he'd be a lot better on the mic. And I think he would be, I think he'd be up there for, like contending for the title. I really do. I think he's the biggest star that WWE has that our biggest potential star WWE has. Um if they let him do it. He he can do it, like his match wise he's already proven that. But my biggest breakout star in WWE, and I did not think this would be possible, but it's definitely Jey Uso. Um and granted it it came late, like October, you know, but um hell, that guy deserves it. He was unbelievable. Um. This at the end of the year. Um. So I would definitely I would definitely put that up there. in um, for AEW, um, breakout star for AEW. I'm kind of torn. Um. I really thought, if I'll say this, if COVID, if COVID wasn't an issue in 2020, I honestly think that Adam Page would have been the breakout star, um, for, for AEW, um, and I've known, I've watched this guy for years, but, um, uh, man, it's, it's tough because I, I, I really like him, uh, but, um, for AEW, um, I really like John Silver. I think he's done a great job. But um, I got to go for 2020. I got I gotta go with AEW. Um, oh man, do I want to go with this? Uh, I'm gonna go with Eddie Kingston uh, for 2020 uh, for AEW. I mean, I I've known what the guy can do for years, but for everybody else to be able to see it, that's even better. I mean there's people that like absolutely adore the guy now and they've never they never seen any of his stuff uh before twenty twenty and and that's something I would strongly recommend you going to look into. Like if you're if you're an AEW fan or if you're or if you just became a fan of Eddie Kingston, um uh I would definitely look into him. Um I almost went with Orange Cassidy, but Eddie Kingston, I think, for me um, it's up there for him. So I would say my biggest breakout stars would be, uh, in no particular order, but Pat McAfee, Jey Uso, and um, Eddie Kingston.
0: I'm just going to pick two because it's pretty simple, and I'll go with the women's side of it first, is uh, Diana Peraza. And the reason being is because of the fact that she was very underutilized in NXT, Um, She was brought everybody knows about to the main roster and was not used. And then when the COVID hit and the massive releases that happened uh, and she went into impact, she made an instant, not pun intended, impact in there and became the, the women's champion. And the stuff she's doing is amazing. And I can 2021 and, for men's, it's really tough because there's so many talented men out there, but I think the one that a lot of people are not noticing everybody's going to be like, No, is Kushida. Mm -hmm. It's because a lot of the stuff he was doing, people wanted him to be what he was supposed to be coming out of Japan. And now... When 2020 started and everything, they were building him up slowly. But now look at him, you know, and then I'll throw another name is, you know, the underdog that actually made it, who was, became a breakout star. Got a match at, you know, New Year's Evil is Leon Ruff. He was literally beaten to a pulp by every major high-end talent. And he became North American champion to me. Pretty much break out right there. And, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what Leon has in store and what NXT does. But, main roster, all the picks you have are absolutely correct.
1: Yeah. And yours, too. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from. Um, you know, it's, um, it, there's been so many, like, stars. And I think, I think, I think COVID, um, played a big part in all of these. I mean, I, I think, I think it's, there's potential for, um, even like Orange Cassidy had a big year, but I think with fans, he would have been, even had a bigger year. Um, and that the same goes for Adam page. I mean, he, he missed a lot of time because of COVID. Um, and, um, you know, there's there's so many and, and uh, there's a lot of what ifs, you know, like, um, I really thought with I, I really thought Miro when he went to AEW, was gonna be big and he still has obviously has time. I just because um, I love Miro. He's one of, he was the guy I used to ask Sean questions about in his Q and A's and even doing super chats. Every damn week I would ask a question about um Rusev or Miro now and um yeah, I think he has potential to be the a huge star and um I don't really care for the fact that they put him with Kip Sabian, but um we'll see how that goes. I think uh I I th- it I I'm just looking forward to seeing like everything in 2021. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how the people we picked for our breakout stars do. And Deanna Perazzo, that's an excellent pick. Um I would definitely have her in my probably top five. Um, Another guy that I think that a lot of people are starting to notice too is um, Ethan page. And I'm not sure what he's going to do with this free. He's a free agent now are coming up. Um, So I'm I'm curious to see what he does. I mean, I have a feeling he's probably going to go to AEW, but I could be wrong, you know, and he could go to WWE. Who knows? Um, But I'm, I'm just, there's so many great wrestlers out there and there's so many that had a good twenty twenty and there's some that um, twenty twenty did not uh, help them at all um, and I know um, I know one thing for twenty twenty one the two guys that i'm I'm pumped up and this is and i'm playing i'm I'm using my like I'm using favoritism uh, because I know these two um, but top flight I've watched these guys for longer than Majority of other fans, um, especially like ones like here in Minnesota, it's a little bit different, but I've watched these guys from their early independent days. Um, I think uh, the Martin brothers are going to be fantastic. I can't wait to see what they do. And I think I think sometime in 2021, they will be a AEW tag team champions. I really do believe it.
0: I think for me, the 2021 who I'll probably pick early for Breakout Star, and everybody's like, well, you'll pick Bianca, you'll pick somebody in XT, you know, and stuff. I kind of think Kylie Ray will be back at some point. And I think she'll know whenever she's ready to come back why she is a dominant force in wrestling. Um, but What do you pick would be, and we'll have two more questions before we finish up, um, what's the worst storyline of 2020?
1: The worst storyline? Yeah. Um, It had so much, well, I should say it had potential, but I don't know what the hell they did, but it's got to be retribution. And what sucks about that, they have some great wrestlers in there. Um, I'm the one thing I'll say more than anything, if there's anything that we got out of, out of retribution, it's being able to see, uh, Ali more. Um, that's even though he doesn't wrestle on raw that much, but I definitely got to say being able to see him, um, has helped, but I gotta go with, um, I gotta go with, with retribution. That thing sucked. Um, if. If there was a tie, I would say, um, or if for second place, I, I would just say this. I got so tired of, and I like both these teams, but I got so tired of the War Raiders and, um, and or Viking Raiders now, whatever. Um, and Street Profits, that whole, like, thing for a couple of weeks, that drove, like, it, that was so, it got to the point where I wanted to change the channel. And that's really hard for me because I usually give WWE the benefit of the doubt when I'm watching Raw. Um, there's only been two times and I know this is weird for some people, but there were only two times where I just turned the TV off this year during raw, where I just had enough. And, um, two of those episodes, episodes were during their little sports things. I just gave up. I'm like, I can't do this. And, uh,
0: yeah. For me, I would say profits, but there was one that was, to me was the worst storyline ever. And that's Rollins. Murphy, Mysterios that continued from the beginning of March all the way until like September. It literally was the most and then they had to bring in one famous incident in SmackDown history and have it twisted in saying Aaliyah, your Ray is not your father. But that's yeah. that
1: end. That yeah, that was that was brutal and that's a good point. You know, I'd now that you say that, I'd probably actually put that above uh the profits and raiders. That was brutal, but it never the one thing I'll say it never made me want to turn the TV off.
0: Looking back on it now,
1: probably, but
0: Yeah, it's literally just it was garbage. <laughs> yeah. But the last question before we wrap up is: Is that what is the one person you're hoping for a match in 2021? Um, Like your dream match for 2021, as a fan, not as somebody. Well,
1: I'm gonna do two different. I'm gonna do. um, I'm gonna do AEW and WWE. Um, I would absolutely love to see AJ Styles versus Adam Cole. Um, just give them like a pay-per-view match. Let them go at it for most pay-per-view matches are between like eight to twenty minutes. Twenty minutes usually for like the uh, main events. I don't, I don't know if they'll give them main event time, even though they they deserve it. But give me twelve to fifteen minutes of AJ Styles versus Adam Cole, um, and I'll be a, I'll be a happy man for twenty twenty. Um, otherwise for AEW. Um, and what, what's cool is AEW gives you like, they give you different matches. They don't do the rematch week after week, week after week, you know? So with AEW, I would really love to see, um, I'm a big Adam page guy, so I'm going to go with Adam page. Um, I would actually like to see him work with, uh, John Moxley. Um, I, I would really like to see that, um, and uh, before, like, before we start, I, or stop. I, I do. Want, I have one question I want to ask. Ask uh, to, but I'll let you go and answer your what match you want to see
0: first. I am very, very interested to see this match, and everybody's going to be. It is an NXT match. I, I, I will say this much, but I'm highly excited. And we might even get this earlier, but I'm not. Uh, but not in this way. I want to see the demon come back and face carrying cross. To me, pushing Finn to the limit to the point where he has to bring the one entity where everybody's like, "Oh no, he he's the prince. He, he doesn't need the demon. You know, he could fight everybody the way is." Forcing Finn to pull ace in the hole, and the last time the demon showed up was against BJ Styles in that emergency match they had to have. That was there. And that was... The, was that his last appearance? As that's what the demon? last one, I believe, was the last time he was the demon. Uh... That I can remember. I might be wrong. I usually am. But I want to see the demon come out to come after the serial killer. You know, the one man that literally took down a double champion and literally made sure that he was shown that now he's back wanting what's his. I would love to see that. But having Finn have no choice but to bring the demon out. That would be the match for me that I'm dying to see. Non-NXT, something interesting would be is to, even though we're probably going to get Bryan and Reigns, but AJ and Reigns, I re- I thought I read something where Roman said it was no, it was AJ saying that Roman was the one that made the WWE run at the beginning, amazing because he loved working with them. So seeing Roman with the Universal Championship, it would be awesome for them to go after it after the draft and just see which one is the best in their generation. With yeah with the title and on the line and it'll be one of two titles that AJ hasn't held and the universal title would be a great way to segue for him having another match against Roman to go after the NXT title. Just so he rounds out saying he is the ultimate grand slam champion.
1: Yeah. And I just looked, Demon, uh, Demon Baller, he, he actually wrestled last year against Andrade at, Crown Jewel. Um he also wrestled at WrestleMania thirty five he wrestled Bobby Lashley as uh King or uh Demon balor So he's he's wrestled a few times since then as Demon.
0: Yeah, like I said, I could be wrong, but that's the one I remember that made a huge yeah. impact though. So
1: Yeah. Oh I was I was at that show, it was unbelievable. Uh that was in Minneapolis and um when there's a big i I even go to the house shows so it doesn't really matter, but I I tend to go to all the WWE shows when they're in Minneapolis um, or in Minnesota for the most part. But yeah, it was it was a hell of a match for sure.
0: So what's the question you want to ask?
1: Um, what are your what tag teams do you see having a big year next year? What three?
0: Oh, I'm gonna go out and say they are the NXT champions only in Birch is going to be number three. Um, I'm hoping to see them have a long reign because obviously there's no predominant tag champions and and stuff. Um, FTR, I see an AEW doing amazing things. Um, But if it comes down to it and they have to make a makeshift one, I could see something where mace and t-bar predominantly be something where you have like the bludgeon brothers or something like that to be a tag team and grab a titles because the only predominant tag divisions that are really good are impact and aew i mean god aew has 20 of them and i see that with the opportunity there for having a tag team, you know, new days just lost the titles and, you know, you have what Jimmy and Jay coming back. I mean, that'd be great. That would help a little bit, but there's desperately a a hole in NXT and just WWE across the board and tag champions. So I think, you know, just having somebody built up, it would make it a lot more sense, but I think FTR is going to have a great year in 2021 with AEW.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. They're definitely, they're, uh, they're up there for me. They're in the top three. I have it. um, And again, this comes down to just, I think I'm using my bias towards this, but um, I have top flight in there. Um, I have, I have, I have uh, FTR in there and for number one, I, Yeah, it's going to, there's, there's two possibilities, um, here. Um, depending on if it works, I, I am actually really, really interested in Hardy bros. Um, I really think that could go a long ways. And I think, I think it would actually help Jeff Hardy to be in a tag team. Um, that'll, that'll help him from, uh, that'll help. That'll that'll just help him, obviously, you know, not being in the ring as much, but still being in a match, you know. Um, I think that would be great. Otherwise, I I really think um, uh, Cedric Alexander and Shilton Benjamin have something good going, um, and I'd like to see where that goes.
0: Well, we'll see what happens in 2021. This is the last show for the podcast. Now, like I said, there's no YouTube show. Um, I want to thank Rob for being a part of an amazing year in my life really appreciate it very good mentor any questions i have about anything he's willing to answer so you know pick rob's brain he's been doing the social media stuff for a while check out the facebook group also for fightful he helps run it with kyler help check out the wicked crazy pinfalls facebook group it's not that many people in there but we do post not on a regular basis but hey check it out Also, Sisters Custom Designs does really good work. Check out their Facebook group. If you guys want to order anything, go check it out. I mean, so many great, talented people around. Um, So with me putting Rob over like he always puts me over, (laughs) Rob, tell them where they can find you.
1: Uh, You can find me um, on Twitter, at Rob Wilkins. Um, You can find me every Tuesday and Wednesday night on uh covering AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite on Fifle otherwise if you want to read my sports sports stuff you can go to shooting the com. um yeah so i cover like all i cover the major four sports and wrestling um for that site um it's really good i'm one of the um editors there too so, um, a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that you see is, um, even touched up by me. So, um, I, I, I love it. Um, and sports and wrestling, you know, wrestling's always been my favorite for the past few years, but when it comes to sports too, I love it. Um, baseball and, uh, NHL are going to be my main focus for that website, but I still, I still cover, um, I still cover NFL and college football and NBA to an extent. Um, I'll be honest, if I ever give betting advice when it comes to NBA, don't even listen to me, okay? Just do yourself a favor. Um, Don't do it um, because I'm usually wrong, and um, I'm at peace with that. I just need you to understand that, okay? So, um, yeah, just if it comes to basketball, just throw my opinion out the window. It, It really comes down to it. Um, that's really all I can say about that.
0: And he has an only fans too with that shows feet.
1: Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was kicked off. I would not pay. I'm the only person that had to pay only fans to have a only fans account. So, um, I'm on, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm on strike and, uh, they're the first company ever to say thank you for going on strike. So that just tells you how things are going. So, um, I'm no longer on fight or I'm sorry, I'm no longer on FIFO. I'm no longer on OnlyFans. Um, um, hopefully I'll come up with something else. Uh, maybe only feet. Um, you never know. Um, the thing is, is um, yeah, I'm going to stop while I'm ahead, but yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Also check him out on the new channel is coming out. He's going to have his own show very, very shortly. And you never know, Rob might have an itch to take over the YouTube channel and, Just host here and there while I'm on hiatus or something, or if I need a vacation or anything. But, you know, he's shaved up. He's all clean shaven. He looks like he's in his 20s. You know, he's in his prime of his career. (laughs) So, um, other than that, check out the YouTube show. We've got a bunch of great guests in this past year. We had Rob on there, Sean Ross Sapp, Jeremy, you know, Joel Pearl. You know, just a slew of great people, Joe Hobart, you know, Hannah Moore, Wild Boy, and we had the round tables popping and out, you know. But at the end of the day, new year, a new you, as the saying goes, do a good deed, pay it Like I said every time, my friend, thank you so much for helping me out this year. You don't know how much I appreciate it and how grateful I am.
1: Anytime, my friend.
0: So just enjoy it. Happy New Year, guys. We're out.